What's going on, everybody, man? It's Porter Culture. We are back in the trap. Uh, what's going on, Ringo? Coach. We finally got the, got our, our lost guest back in the house. <laughs> and, uh, the lost uh, episode is here. We got Reggie Rakeem, Capo, Footy Mob back in the house, man. What's good with you, man? What's up? What's up? Hey, y'all. Y'all, y'all do anything on the weekend, man? You know, y'all do like yard ceilings? Yeah, I did some Home Depot stuff. Hey, shout out. Hey, cuts the shit. Y'all know what we're down. We champions, baby! Champions of the world! Champions of the motherfucking world! How about that? Hey, tell stay down. I told y'all. This South got something to say. Told y'all. Y'all over here talking about stuff. South got something to say. Shit. Shit. What? United, laying out today on MLS champs. Got the job done. Second year. In our second year. Second year, son. Second year. In the league. It's kind of crazy, man. Like, just, you know. For a lot of us, you know, of course, like we we we've seen it, the team back when it was first announced back four years ago, when uh, the name was announced three years ago. You know, most of the supporters were like, you know, were up and running by within with the last two three years, and like to see just that such a rapid progression, you know, in such a short time, like it, it, it's it's kind of incredible to see, like. I, I kind of equated it to, you know, you seeing, like, in a lot of ways, like, I, I want to say, like, Elaine and that is, like, like our baby in, 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 a lot of, in a lot of respects because, mm. you know, even though, like, we've all followed soccer um, for, uh, before that it came about, like, this is, like, really, like, our first time where we're, like, like, we have a team in our city where we're at that's, you know, really going after it, and... Uh, like it's 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 just amazing to see this team, you know, one follow through. Cause like everybody want to talk shit about, you know, Atlanta. Like we we, we keep on choking. We never pull through. It's like nah. We still. Like, I mean, we still suffering from the Falcons and the debacle. We ain't worried about the Falcons. I right? mean, the twenty. We ain't worried yeah. about the Falcons. That right? debacle, like that. I mean, because going into it, that's what people always brought up. You know, yeah. what I'm saying and that we still were bringing it up. But then the flip side of that is too. Those same people who were bringing it up. When we win, it's all that 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 don't count. That, it's got to happen from the Braves or the Falcons, yeah. right? It's so just soccer. It's we, just MLS. We, we, we won it all if we lose. When, if we win, it, it be it be it the, mo- no it be the motherfucker that was born in New York, it, but he been in Atlanta for seventeen years. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, though, it don't even count though. Yeah. Yo, son, yo, son, yo, son, son I mean, like, yo, 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 come at me, yo, you know what I mean, son? Yo, you went to Riverdale High School. I don't know why you still saying son. Like, I mean, I mean, yo, yo, Tim's all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> for real, son. But, Take your neck. But, yo, like, <laughs> I, I, but, but for real, though, when you bring in 73000 an ML, for an MLS Cup final, like, shit, fuck what you heard like that. Like, yo, this is this is our team. This is But it's a football Atlanta. stadium, Greg. I mean, yeah. no. It's, <laughs> hey, expanding soccer to the Georgia is not going to work, Greg. And they're playing Bruh. on turf, man. <laughs> Bruh, I mean, damn. Yeah, they play it's on a dome, turf. Greg. It opens up. They <laughs> <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with it. They, uh, you know what? But I brought that up. Like, the fact that all of us, we were out there tailgating. And shouts out to everybody who came by to you know see yeah, yeah. for the culture. Shout out to Termis Legion, like um, 
you're, you're going to hear, uh, we're actually coming out with two episodes this week. Uh, we, we were able to go out, just like we said last week, we were out there in the Gulch. Uh, we recorded a special uh, podcast episode while we were out there. You know, Turner's Legion Day really held it down for us. You know, had us bouncing around in a couple different tents. But like once we got going, oh, man, like we great. So we got some really, some really good stuff. So like you probably, um, if you haven't heard it by, by the time you hear this, um, it, sh- it should be uh, pretty much any, any day now. Like we actually got got a lot of good pictures, got a lot of good videos. So yeah, like you know, we 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 did our thing. Out there. It, it, I'll tell you one thing though, that weather was just un. God, I mean that's Damn. what I, I mean. It was it was one, bro. You talking? Don't remember? Yeah. Oh, someone was under the tent the whole time. Under the tent with those restaurant heaters. With those restaurant heaters. That's a man. Was it was a was a wedding tent? Then we put the tents around it. Then, Seriously, uh, it got crazy. Look, we had I, yeah, y'all house had like, a, y'all had a rave up in there. Yeah. we had house in the ghost. <laughs> we had classic ATL. I think I saw a fireplace up in there. Up in y'all y'all had, had a fireplace. Heaters, space stuff. Listen, People was coming in there just doing this. If you if you wasn't there in the ghost, like they had a bouncer to get inside the tent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you felt like you was in the club, I don't know how you got in here with them shoes. I don't know how you get in with them shoes. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Ringo over here, he coming coming to the ghost with, with his J's on. I was like, you yeah, he did come with the J's. Bro. Listen, they're fine. They were They were fine. Let me tell you, I was drenched. I was drenched. I went in the stadium. I'm shivering. I dropped a hundred dollars on sweatshirts to dry off. It was, <laughs> it was rough Saturday. But so, you, I mean, like the other thing, like what I was gonna say as far as the weather is concerned, like it was unbearable for all of us. You know, it was upper thirties, low forties, wet, rain, drizzle, all that. The worst of the conditions. But the fact that everybody was out there rowdy and proud like we do. And I mean, I know. I mean, y'all. I know we season weather and everything. I know, but 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 this is what I was thinking. I was like, I always remember a great big timers quote, and Mister Manny Fresh said this: Uh "Make a dome your home." And I'm glad Uncle Uncle Arthur did that for us, and we made a dome our home, and we held that business. That's all I know. That's all I know. Anybody who misses Bobby Dodd, I will say this. Do I miss the atmosphere? Yes. Do I miss the weather? Hell no. Make a dome your home, man. Make a dome your home. There's only two things I really miss from Bobby Dodd. I miss that tunnel. Because, like, that, that, nice. that tunnel, like, that whole march path was so awesome. It was it like, you, know, you, you couldn't beat that. And then, I think, secondly, just having, I guess, the general closeness to to, uh, to the field. Field, yeah. Like, that's about it. I don't miss those metal bleachers. Nah. I definitely don't miss those concessions. I don't miss the concessions. I don't concessions. miss the... You, you was waiting in line. You never got I don't yeah. miss the pissing troughs in the bathroom, man. <laughs> I can't stand them. That reminds Shout me of the old... The Fulton yeah. County Stadium <laughs> days of the pissing <laughs> troughs. Man, good guy. I still got nightmares of that at Fulton County Stadium. If, if Georgia Tech and Atlanta ever want to you know, come together and actually put out a, a whole... New stadium that replaces Bobby Dodd. I'd be totally down for that. I'm like, yo, but like, cause yeah, I'll raise our taxes for that. I don't care. Yeah, yeah but like, let's other, do that. Other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with this. Like, you know, like I, I think. Well, I'll, I'll say this much for anybody who watched the game on TV. You know, of course, for those of us who, all of us that were there at the game, like, just the general presentation that the Benz is able to give. It's like, mm. you know, 
you can't say that you know we can't put on a show because it's like yeah you, you, you have the whole light show you know you have of course you have the train whistle and the smoke and all that like that you can't say that you don't get like when when the when the crowd is, is into it like that place is rocking like speaking of crowd I mean let's give shouts out to the Portland Timbers I mean because yeah. they showed out tough in the tailgate they showed yeah. off you know the week coming up going up to the game, but then at the actual stadium, like where I was sitting, I was in the 200s in the corner right underneath the Timbers Army. I heard everything. And so it was like, oh, snap, this feels like a legit, like. It's a game. Yeah, this is legit. Like, because, you know, during the regular season and stuff like that, like, yeah, you might hear some fans here and there splat. You know, this they, they, they definitely weren't near as thick as they were. No, and I'll give them props. They like, hit record for like, up, like yeah, travel. Remember, 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 remember when the Red Bulls came? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were loud. I mean, they were really loud. They 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 still were not seventeen hundred. No, yeah. no. I mean, and these Timberlands, you know, they threw their streamers. They had their little mini TFO going on and everything. Like, I give them props. Like, it made for a real like. Oh snap! This is legit. Like, yeah. this is the fight. Like, they were cool too. And no, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They, like, they were not. They, 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 they weren't disrespectful. They came down to the ghost. They hung out with everybody. Yeah, everybody, like have a good game. Yep. Taking pictures. Did, did, you, did you see the log? I didn't see the log. No, I did not. I never saw the log. I never yeah. saw it. So the log was downtown. I, I was out. I was out. Me and Gregor were out that night doing our own thing. This is Friday night. Friday yeah. night. So before the game, they had the, they had the semi truck parked up. He's saying we're here in the city. And so the log's there, and I'm like, oh, fuck the log, forget the log. So it comes to find out, rumor has it, a supporters group tagged the log. Uh, and, and they tag the log. Greg, that's talk- known for tagging stuff. Uh, and we have um, recordings of someone verifying that actual action happening. So, um, yeah. So, so the resurgent. There was a resurgent sticker on the Timbers log. Allegedly. 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 I heard from our friends up in New York, the Cooligans. So, shouts out to Cooligans. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. You know, I saw Alexis. I saw. Christian, what's up, guys? I know y'all listening. Big fans of the show. Yep. But it was awesome, though. Like you said, the Timbers fans that came and they were good people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I tried to talk trash on Friday. You can't hit on them. Yeah. You want? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But isn't that, that's nice. right. isn't that Portland in general? You like want to hate on Portland, but at the same time, you're like, man, they nice. You, you know, know I, I, they, I, I've always heard conflicting things about Oregon in general. Like you know, like I hear like some some places like like Oregon's racist as shit. And then, like, like of course, you see, like, you know, like, I, I would pass by Because Atlanta's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would pass by supporters. <laughs> I would pass by supporters oh, on, on, the, on the way, walking. And like, oh, hey, hey. And I'm like, oh, what's up? <laughs> They're thanking us, like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing. And I was like, I, I'm just here, too. But even, like, oh, even no, when we were doing the tailgate, <laughs> remember, so when... Um, Oh boy, Michael from um, was he Resurgence? No, uh, Terminus. Terminus. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Terminus. There was, you know, we were underneath the tent, and there's these little pockets of water collecting on the tent, and so of course you oh got pop the water, water, and Michael he popped the water, and he even warned people like, "Hey, look out! I'm about to, you know, push the water over." And then lo and behold, he pushes the water over and lands straight dead on this Timbers fan, like soaks him. Oh, so, like, and I, it was like perfect timing. I don't know about y'all. And but the like, thing he was like, yeah, he was like. No, that's all right, dude. It's that's good. cool. I'm good. I'm it's good. good. So if a stranger pops twenty degree water on me, I'm ready to know. This dude just wipes it off. No, it's and just cool. Like, it's, it's all okay. It's fine. We're all here having fun. Yeah. 
That's how genuinely Portland, good Portland fans are. Shout out to so that must hey, it really must mean Seattle fans are trash. That's why there's a rivalry. I don't know how there could be it's a rivalry nice. with people like it's that. Nice. It's, maybe it's, it's a nice, nice off. Look, I went into Reddit though, and I saw a whole lot of a whole different story about Seattle. Mm. Oh really? A whole lot of stuff about UCS, and that made me really sad because I'm like, somebody's hating because what I've seen. And just the rapport I've had with some of them has been great. Yeah. So I'm like, how could you say something bad about Seattle even? Uh-huh. I don't know. Look, when I first was getting into the sport, I was living on YouTube, and I was looking at Copa 90s when, they, when, when Ellie went to uh, Seattle. Yeah. That was the first time I saw real supporter culture outside of Europe. And I was like, they covered it in depth, and they talked yeah, about yeah. it. And they were really cool lady yeah, people. Yeah. I'm like, Reddit is like, some other place that I don't like to go to. <laughs> you know, is that, is that rabbit hole? You go in that other room. That rabbit hole, you're like, oh. Maybe I'm too old to figure out yeah. I'm like, It's like when I you go on Pornhub, you're like, oh, <laughs> how did I get down here? Because I'm in there, I'm like, why am I looking at this? How did I get in this why category? Why am I looking at this? Why am I looking at this? Yeah, just discuss it at yourself. Why am I looking at this? And why am How I did I get here? That's, that's messed up. I think we lost another sponsor. We did. Yeah, but let's talk about the actual game, though. Oh, we, got, we, got, we got a little bit more. There's more. Oh, yeah. Pre, there's a lot of stuff that happened before the game. Of course. Like, no, like I so said, we, we got we got the detail game. Like I so, said, you know, uh, shout out to uh, Larry, Mark, AJ, Jiho, Najee, Jessica. Vera, Jessica from Soccer in the Streets. Like, like we had uh, Austin and uh, Michael from uh, from Terminus Legion. Like you know, like we had a, a pretty good. It was roster. great. It was awesome. Like once we finally got going, like it was just amazing. Like I, like I I I've been kind of anxious to hear the show, and I'm like, cause I'm like, if as long as some the mic guys, I think we got some good shit. Oh, I mean, and also thanks to uh, our sponsor, Tolero Tequila. Tolero Tequila kept the party going, of course. You know, get rid of the. <laughs> and and we definitely got a great picture of Jess uh, after she took her shot, but that was awesome. Anyway, but uh, I mean, it was a great experience. I mean, hearing what I mean, just like of course when we have Reggie here dropping seeds of knowledge, the same thing with Vera. Yeah, she was dropping seeds of knowledge and just the representation aspect of you know what it means for having a person of color and a woman of color. Mm. Yeah. In those type of leadership roles within the supporter groups, I mean, mm-hmm. we're definitely gonna drop that interview in the future with Vera, yeah. uh, That's a young creative queen. director for uh, what, what is her role? Man, she, does, she does everything. <laughs> she's a queen. That's what we just. She's just a queen. She's, queen she's the queen of Atlanta. Like, <laughs> well, like she would not stop crying during the game. Of course, oh, just, after that second goal, she just stopped. She just cried the whole time. Do you blame her? Oh no! Like, like, yeah. like when you watch the game, of course, I remember seeing like Michael crying, Vera crying. And of course, you know, of course, we see you right there in, in um, from um, from the capital stand. Like, tell us about like like I actually cried actually at the beginning of the game, mm. which was kind of crazy. oh, I cried at the beginning, but miles because, for a like, different reason. Of course, you and I, we've been, we've both been up there on the capital stand, mm-hmm. and you know, there's always been like struggles as far as you know, you want to get the chance going all the way up to the top of this support section because people don't know like one section 101 like the people that will see on t- what y'all see on tv it actually that the very top of it is actually like eye level with like the 200 uh, level which it's mm-hmm. like it's way up there mm-hmm. so like it, the noise doesn't always travel down mm-hmm. but like i turned around and i saw like the whole section rocking i was like this is it man. <laughs> like yeah. 
yeah. and like like just like what's what was your your perspective like from the from the capital stand just like just taking in that whole experience of the game um i kept saying to myself this is really happening like i'm really here because in this moment most people you know when you go to any other sport you go to any other, any other game whether it's the super bowl the world series nba finals you go you got your tickets you sit down you got your drink and you cheer them on you know but you're not a participant in the whole thing you know i'm not playing but to play a role in getting the fans and getting everybody inspired that just blew my mind i'm looking around there's 73,000 people yeah yeah and, and no telling who's watching worldwide. And no, and no telling who's watching worldwide. And so I'm tripping. So I'm on the stand at one point. And the second, I don't go on until the second half. Mm-hmm. And we had done a lot of other things. We did the Dalek Kavis and, you know, no. but then um, it came to me. I'm like, you know what? If 70, there's 73,000 people. It's at night. I'm like, we need to do We Ready. Mm-hmm. We need to do We Ready. Mm-hmm. And you get that whole place. Just get, up. yeah. And I said, all right, so let's do We Ready. And I had them doing it. And it happened in the playoffs um, against Red Bulls, the 3-1 game. Mm-hmm. We did it, and it lit up. And I was, I mean, I was overcome. Like, man, I did this, you know, this, this, this is crazy. Started, yeah. This is Archie, you know, yeah. this is his thing. And, and we got them doing So then when it happens, the second half in a championship game, and everybody's going, we ready, we ready. You look around, all the way around. As a capo, I can't speak for everybody, but my dream was always to... I had three. One, obviously, was to get an entire stadium to do a song and chant. That happened. Mm-hmm. It happened in a championship game, mm-hmm. right? And it was celebrating a song that, that, that someone from Atlanta did. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. And then on top of that, the representation part of it. Right. Because there are some people, like... The sister who stopped me near the concession stand, I was walking, getting ready to go downstairs and, and loop up to the... She stopped me with her little boy, I think he's about eight or nine, and she said, listen, can we take a picture with you? He sees you up on the stand, he loves you, he just, do you mind taking a picture? I, I want to cry in. Damn. And I'm like, that's, that's damn. Right. And so, and it was Dude, so that gives funny. me goosebumps, man. Like, me, and so I'm on the stand, and this is not this game, but it was another game where I saw them after that happened, I saw them when I was on the stand. And I looked and I waved at them, and she touched me. Like, look, 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 he's looking at you. He's looking at you. And, and he, then you recognize. And, he, and so he waved at me like, "Hey!" And I'm like, "That's why I do it." Bruh. When I leave a game, and we go, you know, we're leaving the suites, and we got to loop around and go through the stadium to get back to where we where we leave. When security is saying, "Man, you did that shit." When sisters like, "When you gonna get me a scarf?" Yeah. When people are like, "Man, you do that shit, nigga, you do that shit." Yeah. One one game. We were we were done, and you were there. Mm-hmm. These three brothers, people, you know, trying to leave. These three brothers, about twenty something years old, whatever. You could tell they were younglings. Right, right. They come down. Hey, hey, folks, shout! Look, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw. You did that shit, though. I saw. You did that shit for real. I saw. that next game too, folks. Hey, you did that shit, though. For real. Three of them came. Like, Y'all better dap me up, dap me up. Yeah. Next thing I know, I see one of them the next game. He in the supporter section with a shirt off. <laughs> you sure that wasn't Grego? You sure that wasn't Grego with a shirt off? <laughs> you sure that wasn't Grego with a shirt off? That's, that's so, what that's it's what, about, man. Like, time on. So, I, I didn't really talk too long about it, but to be on that stand. Nah, that's what it's man, about, man. It really, that's for the culture right there. It's, it's like sometimes during the season, I really, I'll be honest with you, because I, like, I say stuff that I ain't got no problem repeating. 
Alright, so <laughs> See, I'm a grown ass man. Grown ass man, got problem comes You paid to do That's this. That's just me. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> there were many a time this season where I was like, you know what? I am not I'm not doing this shit no more. No. Really? It ain't worth the headache. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, there's, it's not worth the headache. The politics of it all. Yeah. Politics. We ain't really I mean, I'm up there, but am I am I really representing? I don't hear none of the there's a lot of stuff that made me want to quit, but then I thought about Lil' Man. Damn. Mm-hmm. For that about, one kid alone. Yeah, I, I thought about the people who I've seen and be like, man, dude, you's doing that, you know. That's when I'm like, you know what? It's, it's, it's bigger than me. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I mean, like, that's what I said. Like, I got goosebumps right now thinking about what that experience is for that kid mm-hmm. seeing you up on there. And it's just like what we were talking about before. Our show and just what we talk, and we'll talk about this later in the show with Raheem Sterling and all that. But I think about 10 year old Tony mm-hmm. and experiencing this mm-hmm. and seeing, you know, a Reggie up on there or, you know, Archie and Maestro up on the, you know, Capo and Vera leading the way. Like, I mean, like. And then, I mean, you go back to the drum line. So I brought the drum line back. Right. Well, well let me say one more time. And the, and the bellows and the Kungas oh and the. Oh my gosh, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the fact that, like, you've seen those young brothers doing that damn thing. And like we talked about them being at the, you know, um, at the MLS Cup. Uh, the parade. The parade. Mm-hmm. And them getting up there and doing their damn, da- doing the dance to Waka. Mm-hmm. Like in the city of Atlanta. And they doing all that stuff. Their like you said, they home, home city. Mm-hmm. And doing their damn thing. And think about. Holding the cup. With the cup, bro. Holding the championship. And these with are the professional cup. players. These are not just 16-year-olds riding the bench. Nah, so they... These are These are what actively involved. Like, and so, like, to see... like, and I, I think about, like, what 10-year-old Tony would be thinking seeing them. Mm-hmm. And the same thing. Like, you said, like, even though you got to deal with that bullshit or the weird politics... It, it's, it's weird. It's weird politics that goes on mm-hmm. with the supporter group stuff. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you weathered that and realized it is bigger than you. And that's what, I mean, that's essentially what we are saying when we do this podcast and this show and this, uh, the content that we put out there is bigger than us, mm-hmm. you know. And it's, it's, it's amazing to see all this come to fruition and just that we're seeing success, mm-hmm. you know, for us, mm-hmm. um, whether it be the players individually, but whether it us be, you know, Atlanta known as almost basically a black city. And here we are with soccer being a success and letting them know that soccer can be successful in our city, first of all. And second of all, within the black community, have black people as a pivotal part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That's bigger than us. And, like, for us, this moment to all happen at once, like, it's... I think for me, and that's... And, that's, and you know, you, you went back to the part about the tears. Yeah. For me, personally... Yeah, you had a... I was crying at it before, before the game. I teared up because, as some of y'all know, obviously, my daughter was one of the player escorts. And she walked out there with Joseph Martinez. But it and but it's, it was more than her it was just not only Memphis but also players from my Vine City team. And first, you know, being up in the section and watching the Halo board, watching them walking out, and of course I'm looking at the screen, I'm like, okay, where are they, where are they, where are they, where are they? So I see some of my players walking with out with the Portland Timbers like, oh okay, walking Timbers, eh, okay, but still they out there. That's awesome. And I'm like, where's my baby girl? Where's my baby girl? And I'm like, where is she? Where is she? And she's the littlest smallest one out there. And then finally, Joseph comes out, and then Joseph's holding her hand like, oh, my baby girl, that was just like, oh, my God, that was my girl, that was my girl. And then I'm like, oh, snap. But then it also came, like, you know, as a kid born and raised here in Atlanta, playing soccer all these years, and then seeing, you know, all the haters talk about soccer not being able to, you know, survive in a city that's a, you know, hates sports, basically, not we're fair-weather fans. 
But to see my daughter out there at this moment where Atlanta is about to make history and to break the curse, if you will. Yep, and my yep. daughter's mm. out there. And the next two in front of the MVP, mm. and yep. who eventually becomes the MLS Cup playoff MVP, mm. who is arguably going to go down as one of the best players that we have in our franchise. You know, yeah. we, I mean, I, 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 it, was a, it, it was bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't handle it at that moment. You saw a grown man cry. I, I admit it. I admit it, y'all. Well, that's beautiful. I mean, that's what it's about. You like know? I said, like every we keep harping on. It's like everything we do for this sport that we love, being African Americans in this country. Like the team winning, you know, it just shows like what we're doing is working. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that and that's so tight. And to have kids say, you know, they're looking up to you, want to get autographs with you, having your Vine City kids, you know, Man. going out there and be player escorts, opportunities like that. How many people have come up to us and just said, yo, what y'all are doing with, you know, the Forticulture thing? You know, it's young now, but it's like, it's what we need in the right. sport to right. get, like, how the TFO said MLS 3.0. <laughs> this is what we need. Like, the, um, the league office put out a commercial, you know, they had people in the barbershop arguing and stuff like that. That's what MLS has never had yeah. is black folks just sitting here talking about sports the way we talk about sports. Yeah. So to be able to have that and to have outlets for us to actually show it here in Atlanta, and I really hope that black folks in other cities, and I hope y'all are listening, like, yo, Chicago, Chicago, yeah. my, hell, fucking Miami, y'all out there. Philly. Yo, Philly, yeah. D.C., New York. Two New Yorks, L.A., two Houston. L.A.s, Houston, Dallas. Mm -hmm. Like, yo. Are there black people in Portland? Uh, I saw some. <laughs> I saw a couple of fans. I saw, hey, I saw hey, they were man. married. They yes. were a very nice couple. I think the names were the Johnsons. <laughs> but, like, no, but seriously, like, they, hey, this is, y'all are on notice. If y'all listen to the show, y'all could take our culture being black and put that shit in soccer. Don't let those people tell you that you can't seriously. be yourself in this atmosphere. Because Atlanta, we have been true to our since day one, yep. like legit, and like and, that's and like, that's the thing that um, you know, it's like since we really got started with with this project and with this brand and with this show, it's like you know, at first it was like okay, like let's let's you know focus on Atlanta, and, you know, and of course my thing is when I really started to really look at, it, I was like you know, there's there's flavors all over the place, you yep. know, whether it's you know D.C., Chicago. New York, Miami, like, like we're all over the place. We just have, all have different flavors. It's like, you know, like wh why, you know, we should be, we should be in a position where we can give everyone that shine. Because like, I'm a big believer, and you know, if we can all eat, let's eat. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, of course, now that the the season's over, and you know, we have some time to kind of reflect on things. Like my. My, my goal as far as, you know, going into the next year is just, you know, I want to see what, like, everybody else's dog, you know, got, got going on, whether it's, like I said, of course, there's, obviously, there's plenty of stuff going on in, um, in MLS. I want to see what's going on in, in, um, in USL. I want to see what's going on in the lower division, like, in, you know. See what happens with Memphis 901, baby. Yeah, my, my Clover's out there. <laughs> you know, like, 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 there's, there's culture and there's flavor everywhere. And, you know, even if it means, you know, because uh, the culture here ain't going nowhere. Like this, like this only getting getting like just like the like the Tebow said, we won't stop here. Like that's that's yeah. that's, yeah. that's ongoing. We want to see like what, what what everybody else has, and you know we want we want like I said we want to build this table to where everyone feels like hey, like 
like I said, the South got something to say, the culture got something to say. Exactly, you know? exactly. And, mm-hmm. you know, speaking of culture, you know, like, I, of course, like, no, after everyone, like, got, you know, after the victory, you know, like, we, did y'all, do y'all even, like, really remember much from the game? I do. I do. I, I actually do. I was going to talk about I actually watched. I, I, I rewatched it, of course, uh, you know, because you're on the, on the, on the high coming afterwards, especially when I first got home, me and my daughter, we got home, of course, what we do. We were like, okay, let's see how we looked on how she looked on TV. So no, that part, let's of course. Let's feel like Daryl. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, but but to actually rewatch the game, man, I was like, yo, like first of all, I had to see like, you know, I had to see Miggy's little scissor kick to see like how legit yeah. it looked. That thing was beautiful, man. If with him, because say yeah. props on. If he would have, if he had a connected right now, yeah. going through, Goal. That's been one of the goals of the year. Yeah, you so know, because the meaning and everything. But then, of course, I had to look to see if, um, you know, if uh, Joseph was offside mm-hmm. when uh, after Parker's. That, that actually reminded me of the goal uh, that he. That, well, not the goal, like the miss that he had against Red Bulls at the beginning of the game, where like he 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 shaked that one. Or, yeah. Oh, you talking yeah, about the, the beginning, the first the first, first fifteen seconds? Yeah. 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 That, yeah, yeah. But can we talk about this goal? Parker said it after the match. They had tape on Portland. Like Portland didn't adjust anything. They right. so and, um um what's his name? Jeremy and Bobmasy. I think that's his name, right? Bobmasy, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he is a he's a young player, young black player, but he uh displays what he's gonna do too early to defenders. Mm-hmm. So he, every time he get yeah he telegraphs it. So every time he gets the ball, he fakes left and he goes right. Every time he gets the ball. So when Parker saw him hit the ball, Parker said he's about to go right. You saw you saw Parker's come like and then if you notice Parker he goes like fifteen yards away. Yep. And he's like, yo, yo, he's saying it up. He's saying it up. He read it. And that's the thing about being a young like I hope this kid learns from this and he learns how to become a better striker. You know, because he telegraphed it to Parkhurst. Parker slid tackled it and pretty much gifted a ball to Martinez. And like I said um, last episode, I said Portland's keeper is going to make a mistake. You did say that. And I you said he say was that. too you far out of the box, yep. and he could not be able to adjust to get there in that corner stop that, and stop the ball sliding in. And then Martinez did that little stutter step. Yep. He yeah. did. He did a stutter step that yep. threw, the, threw the guy off, threw the keeper off, yep. and then the stutter step Still also finished. helped him. Position his hips to make sure that so that he can get it right. Yeah, because you gotta get your hips turned around. Because a lot of players, when they do, they still going with their momentum mm-hmm. and they can't turn their hips around to get it on frame. Mm-hmm. And he squared. He up. was able to square exactly yeah. square up. I think the biggest thing that that I caught from the game is just like, just the general composure that you know our our our, our team showed. Uh, like I always go back to last year. Of course, we were an expansion team. Like we were good, but we always seem to make expansion team type of mistakes. Right. Yeah. Uh, you fast forward a year, everyone's had more time to bond and, and, and evolve as players and and, get and we ready. add some pieces. And add some expectations of being a, t- a team that's looked at to be be great. And court, I always say like the, the, the biggest things that helped us is that the guys who were injured – they came back right before the playoffs started to so let like Garza. So it's almost like we're getting new players right right at the end of the season that's yeah. only gonna help us be even even deeper than we were normally. And you know, it it was like like you, you go through the the playoffs, we only gave up two goals the, um, the whole time. That's crazy. Had, that's crazy. That's crazy. We had three shutouts and 
like everything everything just came together all perfectly like, like we, we we didn't we didn't flap we didn't fluster we, we stayed with it and you know I said, Saturday was just like a a, a real culmination but like once we got that first goal it was like yeah you're not oh we all, we all knew it like yeah. if we had that first goal I think we all predicted it I think yeah. it said in the tailgate Going like, half time. as soon as we get that first goal like eesh, it's going to be tough on Portland yeah. and I mean, that it did come. And then what I also looked at, you talk about reviewing the tape, like I also looked at the foul that led us to the free kick yeah, to score our second. Right. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see if that was like a legit foul. And, you know, I saw some debate on some different shows and stuff like that or whatever, if it was a foul. Like, dude went through Joseph. My opinion, he went through it. Yes, he got the ball, but it was a clumsy tackle. But it was clumsy as hell. It was a clumsy-ass tackle. Yeah, and no, I mean Portland got away with a lot of suspect ass tackles. The record in but, general was just you know. No, honestly, I feel like it's a championship game. You don't want to be card heavy as long as someone they, does. They have been card heavy the whole the whole play. Not they the whole playoffs, yeah, they yeah. Never, they, it, it is, but it's like LeBron. You know, LeBron get hacked up. Yeah, and you know what I mean. He don't. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, to get towed up. I call that the Cam Newton treatment because, like, when you're like six, six, I know, yeah, two, yeah. Two eight, and you body him, folks. They know you can take it. Right? <laughs> yeah, but see, like, the thing is, Miggy like is so. But see, Miggy <laughs> is so little. Miggy takes some hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joseph takes some hits, and they don't get the calls. Miggy definitely did. So like, so like this last game, Chara. I mean, that late ass clip, the yeah. a, pro, a professional foul. You want to call it <laughs> that late ass clip? But that shit could have injured his fucking chances in Europe if he if Chara would have clipped him just right. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially at that speed. Flying. Especially yeah. at that speed. And it's crazy. Like, and Kachara got some wheels. I, like, I, I the, saw him chase down Miggy a couple times. The thing, is, yeah, he if, the thing is, like, I want to shout out to uh, Diego Chara. Like, this, like, if Chara was not playing this game, it would have been 5-0 easy. Yeah. Like, 5-0 easy. Mm-hmm. Like, Diego Chara, that kid deserves to be on like a team that he can actually contribute. Like, Portland has won a championship with him. But, mm-hmm. like, if they want to get rid of him, I would take him. Like down here in Atlanta, because that kid mm-hmm. he knows how to play dirty, but he mm-hmm. never gets caught doing that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is nice. I will say what's also cool, you know, last show, not a tailgate show, but the show before, I talked about my concern with Guzan going mm. into this game because mm. his box know. presence, he showed up. his box presence last game concerned me, but this game, I guess he heard the show. Yeah. I guess he heard. <laughs> he, I guess he heard the show. He should have got MVP for the final. Like he, in, in my he mind, could've, he could have. I mean, it was just all the little. And, and of course, that one save is always going to make the headlines. As far as you know, like you know, that was. I mean, that was a great <laughs> header, and he was right there. That was beautiful. Like yeah. I mean, that's that's a highlight reel save. Yeah. But it was all the other stuff. It was the crosses in. Mm-hmm. It was the. I mean, it was just the way that he commanded the box. And then it was also, you know. Trying to you know kill some time here and there, land Love the ball it. like those little nuances Love of keeping. He laid it on the ground for about ten. You got to, you got to, you got to. Trust in his socks. I'm tired, man. I'm getting old. But it, no, he definitely had a different presence this yeah. game compared to the last game. That was the goose on. That's the goose that we know yeah. and love. And to see yeah. that come like in the, the right time. 
my last 20, 15, 20 minutes, that was all him because like, yep. cause that's when Portland really tried. They really to, were yeah, coming yeah, in, and yeah, that's and that's what I'm talking about. Like he he that. really had to handle those crosses in the balls into the yeah. box. He really had to have that presence, and yeah. it was totally different compared to the previous game, but, I believe. Like, but I want to talk about my Showtime boys turned up in the playoffs. Darlington Nagby. Man, that's – come on. Escobar. What? Come on, man. That's Them boys turned up this playoff. Like, Escobar, he need to get they Showtime never, put on the back they, of his they jersey. never get the credit. No, never get never. the credit. Nagby Escobar never gets the score, He man. wouldn't get any credit whatsoever. No. Yeah. They do an amazing – Escobar's a beast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nasty. Because like, like, he spent, like, so much of the season, like, you know, struggling with concussions and all that. Yeah. And, like I said, he was with another guy, like, just like Nagby and just like Don Garza – that once he got healthy, it was oh like getting gosh. a new player, and it was like, and then you realize like you how saw what good Tonsai he was. Said. Tonsai said, "This is who we signed. Yeah, yeah. this is the player that we signed for because they saw he was athletic. He's big. He's strong. That man, and he could cover ground. Yeah. Man, yeah. that man can cover some ground. Yeah, yeah. like he scored. Uh, he scored the second goal for yeah. us. Yeah, like I mean, like mm-hmm. all of Joseph's had him. Yeah, Joseph, all of I Joseph's, mean, Joseph's not getting credit really for that. Joseph said he he did a little flick. That little yeah, flick that he flick does. He got up. Yeah, he got that little flick he does set Escobar With, up for that goal. Yeah. And, and Escobar, his eye hand coordination, or should I say, eye foot coordination, yeah. is <laughs> such that that happened so fast, and you can see he was concentrating. He hit that's like a square. Bam. When it happened in front of us, mm-hmm. oh, I, I didn't even see it. I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was talking to the crowd. Yeah. And everybody said, ah! I said, what I missed? Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then you saw, that's when you saw in the replay yeah. they keep showing over. Vera turned around like, whoa. You're <laughs> like, what? 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 And it was so fast. And, like, that, like, I'm not known to throw beer, but I threw something. Ah! Let me tell you. So, I'm supporter section adjacent, and we had a beer shower in our section. The sta- like, the thing is, the stadium rocked two hours before the game. The stadium rocked the whole game. Yeah, like, I, I had... deafening. My ears were ringing. I had day. a headache. Like, my head was pounding how loud we were. Mm-hmm. It was insane in there. Mm-hmm. And when, the, when Escobar scored, it was like, it was the seal. It, like, the stadium rocked. Everyone's dancing. Dolly Cavese is playing I've never it. Never been it, something like that. It, it was, was insane. That crazy. I mean, it was so loud. And then I went home, right? So I watched the replay, and I watched the re-ready thing when they were doing that. Go to the 70, 70 the lights. third minutes. Yeah. And they're doing it right, and they're like, and everybody we ready. So we, they 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 don't say anything, and you can hear it. Like, yeah. No, it was it like it was loud. Boom. And, and then the guy says, "It's like a concert in here." Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I remember and that. I was like. Bro. That's crazy. I no, that what's but, funny? But my tip was, 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 was real funny. So I'm going to say this. So I watched some of the Sky Sports cast of it, telecast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they mic it, but it was even louder with Sky Sports. That's mm-hmm. crazy. And Sky, they, you know, they're, they're British, so they had all <laughs> they the great one-liners. They, yeah. They, hey, they, yeah. Man, between them and Univision or yeah. Telemundo calling the game, yeah. them three, I'm like, let me get a South American, Mexican, or a British guy calling the game. They're so excited. Totally they different. Totally different. They be like, oh, man, he was, he was, he was, what did he say? One guy said, yeah, that was better than throwing up, throwing your head right in the tub. You're like, what? Like, How you come like, with this analogy? I like it, though. <laughs> I've never done that, but now I think about it. They were killing somebody in EPL, right? Yeah. And man said, I'm watching the game in the morning. Man City was killing somebody so bad, it wasn't even 15 minutes into the game, 
And the announcer said, okay, um, just grab the kids and the wife and just hide behind the couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's over. <laughs> That's it. And this, is, this, I'm like, y'all ain't objective. Y'all just come like you see it. I'm yeah. say exactly what you Sometimes said. you just know. You Sometimes just know. All right, so fellas, I got a question. All right, so, you know, obviously I had my daughter with me, so I had to go home and everything like that. Good mm-hmm. boy. But I have to know. I saw pictures. <laughs> I saw pictures. The after party in the Gulch. Okay. Okay. What was that like? Now I saw some epic pictures of some yeah. folks of my friends, like Andrea, you know, with the flare and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked epic. And I even saw tweets from like some other people from certain media outlets yeah. and everything. They were like, "Yo, it's Atlanta is like once again we out. You know, we show that we're the reason why we're the party city of the South, at least. You know." Yo, uh, shout for her, first of all, shout out to Ladose, because whoever was was there, DJ out there post game, man, he was throwing out some trap classics. There we go. And I was like, I, and like I, I did an interview with the uh, Lane at the Fan TV. Shout out to uh, AJ, and uh, of course, like like we're of course, mind you, it's already it's still cold as shit. It's still raining like cold shit. Cold and wet, and, yeah. And like we're and of course, we're try- and he's trying to get his equipment ready. And all we're doing is just like we're, we're, we're dancing uh, to to Ladose over here, and I'm like, yo, like, I, I'm like, part of me is like, I want I want to get this uh, interview, and I'm like, yo, the next part is like, ah, uh, yeah, like, you start you start throwing it, knuck you buck, I'm like, right, like, like, yeah. Bro, you got and to. Then, Negro cool. spiritual. It's a Negro. What's that meme talking about? What song? What did it say? Something about the national anthem. Don't disrespect the national anthem. Somebody put down. Nuck if you buck. Yeah. That's a national anthem. It is. That's not Spangled Banner. Nuck if you buck is an anthem. That is an anthem that you sound. Doom, doom. Everybody just buck. Oh, swag, swag. Because I tried to get, like, when you were up there, um, I, I really thought about saying, like, yo, like, we just need to just, just start, just start, just get, get that, get that, get that fish. going. <laughs> and, I'm, I'm mad, I'm mad that y'all did not make it. I know you had to do your cash, but I was like, I'm like, they should be in this tent right now. Because I'm going to tell you something. When Marcus was, he just went straight, just straight. Everything ATL. Mm-hmm. We was knocking, busting. But we was, we was, we was walking it out. We was snapping. Reggie, we Reg- was doing everything. I you hate know, to interrupt you. There's a re- there's a reason the point, why. To the Reggie. point, we 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 swag surfing. Reggie, see, now, look, a- look, look, look. now here's the other thing. Let me, let me finish this. Let me see. So I'm sitting. Now I'm in the front. I'm standing right in front of the DJ. Mm-hmm. There's people I know ain't in footy mile. I'm like. Hey, hey, what's up, folks? I'm like, what's up, bro? He high five. I don't know who he is. This sister come in. Hey, folks. I'm like, hey, girl. What up, girl? Uh, no, exactly. It was black, random black folks just coming yeah. in. Like, hey. Day day. Day day and them. Day day and them showed up. Day day and them showed up. So then another guy from his his brother from his circus came in. And I was like, what's up, bro? He's like, come on in. He was like, hey. <laughs> Bruh, like, man, y'all crazy. The reason why we didn't do it over there, because that exact reason why. We want to get a show done. Yeah, we want to be able to focus. <laughs> it was already bad enough that we had Tolero Tequila, mm-hmm. our great sponsor, <laughs> flowing through the system. But, yeah, with that music going, nah, man, we wouldn't have got anything done. I was looking at my done. left shoulder, I turned around, and all you just saw was heads. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see they swept. 
We swag served at the, um, the party. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. swag served at the party. I'm like, I'm here like, I, I didn't want to go to March. We didn't want to go to March. Yeah. We knew, we knew what y'all in March. I was like, I won't go. Having too much a good time. I, I, can, can we stay here to the games? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, we, we still kind of warm up in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we good. We good, man. Like, like hey. Got velvet rope service. I'm going to treat you nice. When the T-Bow uh, is ready, no, we, we got you. We got you. And I have to say this. I got to say one more thing. Just one real quick. The kids with the drum line. So a lot of people don't realize this. The Atlanta Public Schools All-Star Drum Line, they, they came to three games. Mm-hmm. They played the first one at our tailgate, and nobody knew they were coming. I just surprised everybody. They came. We already talked about this. They didn't. Right. <laughs> then they were oh, like, the kids The kids <laughs> loved it so much. Now, nobody, no one put them up to this. Yeah. They loved the whole experience, the tailgate, the march, the game. They were like, can we come back? We want to come back. And I was like, well, y'all, y'all don't have to. I'm telling the director, I'm like, Mr. Cook, you don't have to perform or nothing. You know, no, the kids want to go to the game. Yeah. Kids came back second time. They just went to the game. Yeah. Just to the game. Mm-hmm. Third time they came back, they were like, can we play? Can we play? Can we play? I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> right. So Mr. Cook, he's like, I don't know what to tell these kids, man. They, 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 Reg, what you doing? I'm like, look, I got you. Don't worry. And it was like literally the eleventh hour. People were like, "Come on, come! This is a championship. Come, come play at the tailgate, and we got tickets for you for the game." Yeah. Those kids were so happy, and when I was talking, you know, about the little kids and it's bigger than us. Right. That's the generation. So it's the, the eight-year-old guy, your daughter, um, these kids who went to the game, and they're like, they're going back to school. With, you know, with all they swag and the shirts yeah. on. I'm like, yeah, we went to the championship. We had a good time. We was playing on. Now they're telling eight people. So those are the next kids who are going to be in photoculture. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those are the next kids who are going to be, be in capos. Yep. Or gonna be, and they're going to be capoing. Or be the next Veras. Yep. You know, or doing the march and somebody with Making the TFOs. Making the TFOs. That's the generation. Yep. That's how you keep this stuff going. Exactly. Hey, Reggie, did you get yeah. a picture with Governor Deal? Before we get to break, we've been going long. So let's talk about so the the, the fans were the only ones party. The players they took the MLS Uh-oh. Cup. The MLS Cup went on uh, all right, iconic here we go. Atlanta. Here we go. Let's so talk about it. Let's go. Here we go. For the coast to say, but Grego said it. <laughs> Rigo said it. Yo, they said that soccer balls are going to be in Magic City. That's the exact quote. Hey. Soccer balls are going to be in Magic City. And lo and behold, the you, cup made it to... You, the- you thought she was juggling. No, nope, that wasn't a ball. That was that ass. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey. Oh, hey, that y'all, ass. I, I, y'all yeah, seen it. It was on Sports it. Illustrated. It was I on Bleacher Report. The MLS, hey, let me tell you, their MLS has been around since the 90s. I don't think I've ever seen an MLS cup nope. in the strip club. Nope. That's what the Atlanta does. Nope. That's, that's what we do. Hey, that's, there were people that didn't like it. We don't give a damn. Because okay, people that are from here and they know this city. That's the part that of the culture. Is, that that's the is culture. part of the culture. It's culture. You either go to, you go to, you go to strip club. It's our club, economy. You go to <laughs> It's our economy. Cricket, you go to Waffle House after a celebration, <laughs> after you have oh, a good night. When your uncle, your 
cousin, your brother. What they all asked to do? What they all asked to do? Yep. We're the strip, strip club, club. Yep. and when we go to Walt House, they asked to go to the mall first. Want to go Linux first? I got to get some new shoes. All right, and then we're gonna go to strip club night, and then we're gonna go to Walt House afterwards. Yep. That's or beautiful. Yeah. Or beautiful. Yep. In that order. In exactly. that order. And so, and what's the funny thing about it is, you know, some people have been popping off on our, you know, on our socials and everything like that. The thing that's funny about it, though, and we talked about this before the show, we think it was mostly the white athletes that were in there. Yeah. Were, yeah. <laughs> that's hey, what's funny hey, about this. Thing is, because because the, the black players are married and black, <laughs> hashtag black men don't cheat. <laughs> Right. Hashtag right. black men don't cheat. Black Hello. Live. Hello. <laughs> but the thing is, it was the, the player. It, it was awesome because the, all the players really. Shout out to Alec Khan. Because I know Alec Khan. I saw his. Like, Decatur boy, who was St. Pius and all that from Decatur. Alec Khan. I see you, boy. I see you. He was in there. Look, he saw something, too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, holler at me, Alec. But no, but. Seriously though, the players enjoyed their victory, and that that's fun because it really showed it meant something to them to yep. win this trophy for this city. They like a lot of them aren't from here, mm-hmm. and they understood what winning this championship for this city meant and, to the city. And, and more importantly, like like I think in pretty much every player's case, they've really taken the city in. Yeah, they've, yeah, yeah. And you know they they they've embraced the city. The city's embraced them. It's like it's like. Anyone who's, who tries to say that, you know, this is, like, any type of, like, bad publicity, I'm like, no, this is this is for the city. Like, know your city. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this is Atlanta. Like, if you know Atlanta, Magic City, yeah. there might be right now, every, you go through this cycle, and I'm going to say this as a strip club veteran, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm sorry, baby, I got to say this. <laughs> <laughs> as a strip club veteran, you got hot, cold moments. So, sometimes the, the, this club is hot and that club is hot. Yep. You know, right now it's Follies, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Follies is a hot one. Right? I heard Follies is nice, baby. I heard things, man. I heard things. Blue Flame had his shine. Yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. I heard Club Wax was, you know, kind of the spot too. I, I, don't, I don't know nothing about that. So, um, <laughs> so, so Magic City. When everything was going hot and cold, it just stayed the same. It wasn't sometimes it wasn't best, but it wasn't the worst. It's yeah. always been that iconic club that you yeah. go to. Yeah. And if you're from Atlanta, you know this. And if you're a player in Atlanta, you win the cup and you want to go to Magic City, it makes sense to those of us who know about strip clubs. Don't that it's like don't don't act brand well, new. Well, the thing about it also too, because so, so, so does, the, does the cup retire at the Claremont Lounge? Nah, son. <laughs> nah, son. But but here's the thing, like on the top of the bar. But like yeah, I mean, we, we we talk. We had a list of places that you know that the, mm. the, the, the cup needs to needs to holler at, you know while while we're out here making this stuff. Hold on, so why are you pulling that up? Let me let me mention this. But yeah, the reason right. why I like the you know the strip club atmosphere is pivotal because. If we talk about like how Atlanta is the mecca of you know trap music and rap industry and everything like that, mm-hmm. most of these artists where they pop off from in the beginning, like the strip club. Yeah. I mean, I still, I still remember. If your record makes it in the strip club, then you take it to the radio. Bro, I still remember the time I was up at Strokers when Strokers was one of the hot places, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and the DJ put on Jeezy. And this is before Jeezy popped off, mm. and this Jeezy went off. I saw the bartender, this white dude was bartender. He knew every single word that Jeezy was saying. And I'm like, yo, who? I 
how does he know this? I, I was like, I ain't heard this shit yet. Yeah. But I'm from here. Yeah. And he's like, he's singing everywhere to Jeezy. And then lo and behold, two months from down the line, Jeezy's the next thing. They was popping yeah. off in the strip club way before. You know what I'm saying? So like, you had to come through the strip club. And when, and when Jasmine know all the words, why she dancing for you? <laughs> 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 Veteran. Everyone's picking a song, so it's like you know, like if, if the dancers think it's hot and the DJ think it's hot, right? Exactly. Man, you, I mean, you, you it's, it's good. It's, it's, yeah. it's a formula, man. So, so we you got your you got your list yeah, of the, so, the so MLS cool. Cup City Tour. So here it goes. We got uh, Waffle House, Jr. Crickets, Cascade, uh, the, the the Skate Ring, uh, Croc Street Tunnel. Uh, Daddy D's. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what else we got here? Can we get uh, Pascals on there? <laughs> can we get Pascals on there? We can do that. <laughs> and the beautiful. Yeah. Uh, what else we got up on here? I, I could. I could have sworn we had a couple more. Um, uh, oh, shout out to the Cheetah too, because like I remember like when, they, when we were back in tech. No, no, I'm gonna tell you why. Oh, oh, this Bobby died day. Bobby died. you here. No, no, the Bobby died day. That's a no, no. Cause you remember when the I mean y'all were sponsoring us good, but he's a flyover. That's remember. where it all started. Yeah, you got to know your roots, man. Okay, all right. What about the varsity then? Yeah, you gotta say the varsity. Of course, varsity. Um, what else was there? Cheetah um, man. Varsity though. But no, but the, the reason why I say I mean, varsity because 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 of the relation to the team to the clubs. Yeah, I get that. And low and varsity is a staple within Atlanta. I mean, I mean like. It's it's a staple, bro. You know what varsity reminds me of? Oh, here we go. Now, I got family from New York, right? Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. What's the one place the folk from New York say they don't like to eat? It's, it tastes bad. It makes them go to, you know, makes them go to the bathroom. They got to shit. Blah, 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 blah. They can't eat it. White Castle. Uh, Where do we all go? When I go to New York, yeah, yeah, I go to yeah, yeah, White Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody, everybody takes them free, take them home free. But that's what varsity. That's what I'm saying. That's, varsity, what, that's what the varsity is. It's all a lot White Castle from Atlanta. A lot of people I know from Atlanta. Yeah, they said they don't like varsity. It's greasy and making sure you make me. No, it's true. It's true. No, it's true. I'm at So it just makes me laugh. Like this is this is our White Castle. This is our White Castle. It is. But it's funny that you say it because I love White Castle. I go see my family in Indy. I love me some White Castle. <laughs> I, get, I, get, I, get, I get a little chicken joints because I don't know what you mean, but yeah, that, that, that's some good stuff, man. I don't, I don't care what they. <laughs> but but some some of, some of our players partied a little hold too on, hard. Okay, I got a couple. Hold on. You got some more. Uh, the Dungeon, Claremont Lounge, Stagonia. Uh, with MJQ on there. Yes. Oh. Yeah, okay. 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 Um, okay. Brewhouse, because that's, that's one of, like the. Oh, that's the exactly. Soccer, yeah, as far as yeah, yeah, soccer watching bar, soccer games, soccer yes. bar. But yeah, man, like there's there's. Oh, you forgot one more important place. What's up? The trap right here, right baby. Here. <laughs> 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 Dugans, 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 at uh, the bins or wherever they decide, uh -huh. or at the training con ground, uh -huh. they'll be like, what's that smell? <laughs> what's, what's all this extra glitter on it? That's beer and that's beer. It sees something. What is that smell? But y'all heard, uh, heard about our boy, uh, homegrown Andrew Carlton. 
Uh, you guys heard about it. He, he did a little too party. He partied a little too hard. How did you party on the night before? Like, before like, the game. One, especially given everything that's happened since then. Yeah. It's like, dude. Tata don't play that shit. Tata, he, he runs a tight I, ship. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing. It's probably good for him. I was about to yeah. say, yeah. It's good. Never, never getting a it's new nice little learning lesson. Yeah. Because, yeah, because, you know, when you're in that type of hole, you don't know like how long it might take for you to get out get out of that. Yeah, Tata let you sit there for a minute. Yeah, because like, uh, like we saw a Barco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and think about what you did. <laughs> think about what you, did. you know, like you ha- you have to because it's not like you know, Brandon like uh Andrew's only like eighteen. Like, how about say like let's like, keep like, in reality how old he is. Yeah, he's, he's eighteen, yeah. but at the same time, like he's ha- he's been a basically professional. He's been a professional for two years. Two years. So but like, at the same time, like his frontal lobe, man. <laughs> like <laughs> seriously, <laughs> man. So like soft. we you you I mean as a person who's coached high school kids, they're going to fuck up. Yeah. Like you almost have to make your lesson plan, curriculum and all that stuff like, all right, let me make this little buffer of fuck ups later on in the year. Mm. They're going to. Mm. Yeah. At pivotal moments too. I've had many of playoff teams where kids do stupid shit. That's what they do. And so, like, the, for us to think, like, you know, Andrew's not going to do something, like, or Bello or whoever else at that age, homegrowns, like, they're going to do that. And mm-hmm. it was a great lesson for him, but also for the other players who are in his age and, range and not, to say, hey, look, don't fuck there's up. still an eye on you. You're yeah. still a professional. And, but, and, and shout out to Tata for that. I mean, like, because, you know, a lot of times, like, I mean, this is who I am. I'm not changing. Exactly. I don't care who you are. You can catch it too. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Hands. Hands. Seriously. Or that bench. You want to catch that bench? Catch that bench. Because he wasn't. Nah, he didn't get a bench. He wasn't even on 18. He didn't, he, he didn't get invited right. to the parade. Street clothes. He couldn't even come to the parade. He in a home like this. Yeah, he watched on TV. DVR it. It's a good transition to parade. couple of y'all went to the parade. Yeah, we did. Y'all want to talk about that? Y'all want to talk? Because I really want to get into this Raheem Sterling thing. I want to get into that. It was raining. Well, it wasn't raining Saturday, at least. It was wet, cold. But uh, I mean, like this man, like he, like, he, he walking down the streets, like you know, doing all the ghost posts, like ah, what's up? Shine so much. Our beautiful mayor decided to show up to the parade. Hey, hey, she ride on the flute. She ride on the flute. Hey, how you doing? I don't think she's been to a full Atlanta United game all season. Hey, man, y'all used to watch Living Color. (laughs) Y'all remember Men on Art, Men on Film? Hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh. Let me tell you, but, um, I'm, hey, not gonna, so I'm not going to I'm just going to say, I, I'll Keisha, just say. She had her own Keisha, I, I mean, I love you, but at the same time, she I got called. She's rise up out there by looking like what? Keisha, <laughs> I just wish you signed on sooner. But, you know, back then, we wasn't hot. Now we hot. You all on us. I'm just saying, you should have been on a little bit sooner as a mayor of Atlanta. You know, should call on sooner, but we want you. Now that you're here, I hope that you're going to be a season ticket holder next year. Yeah, come on. Because the Falcons, the Falcons are letting you down. Yeah. And, you know, we're Falcons fans, too. Don't get it twisted. Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm a Falcons fan. <laughs> it's, I always will be an eight-town, stay down, all that for every Atlanta team. But I'm just saying it's just funny how he didn't show up in the last two years until the last game when no, we got to win the chip. Up. We went to the city council. 
Bro, I know. Who? That's what I'm saying. Bro, she wasn't even there. That's what I'm saying. So that's what. Was we ready enough to sit Bro, bro. Where's Keisha? Where's she at? She has a meeting today. But no, it's good though. Like I said, we brought the mayor out. The mayor participated. The mayor made the new Benzos with the Concord on the side. And them were nice. Bro, them were tough. If she didn't get it, she got it. Either with a Benzo or Beamer. She got in that parade and she saw all those thousands of people. She sat in those seats. At the um, backyard, and she saw thousands of people. So on one, Monday. Of, one of my nerd things on is Monday. Uh, one of the nerd things I do is I go like y'all probably do. You go through all the social media. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at British, German, Italian. I'm like, like what y'all saying about? Yeah, what y'all hating on us? <laughs> 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 well, I know they hate. Right. So I'm on. Um, is it? Is it? Is it the Daily Mail? Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Oh god. And they did the parade. And they had an overhead view of the backyard. Thousands of people. That blew me away. Yeah. They had the the bus with them on it. Like I don't know who the photographer was for the for the Daily Mail. They did their thing. And the love that you see that's coming from other countries. I will say this. I'm gonna stop. So one of the things that, did, that always irked me about this city, from the time Atlanta United started. We would get no love, except for 929. Shout out to 929. No, it took 929 a minute to get, because the Atlanta United fans pestered them to start covering it. Then they got behind. And then they got Longshore. Yeah. When they got Longshore. When they got Longshore, that's when it changed. That's when it changed. Shout out to Longshore. Longshore is a homie. He's a homie. Good good job, man. Thank you. They got no love. Atlanta United got no love. Channel 5. And then um, in soccer, uh, Michael Martinez scored the winning goal. <laughs> and then, Michael the Martinez. Yeah. When we I put it this way, when we had last, it was last season. Yeah, Univision came. Um, Kobe ninety came. They stay coming out. They stay yeah. coming. Kobe ninety came. Um, just go to all the list of all these international mm-hmm. media outlets. They were like, we love this. So it it, was, it bothered me that we got so much love internationally, and then right right here in your backyard, city. you don't know what you have. Own city, you taking this for granted. Yeah, and I say that to circle back to Keisha, like you might have been taking this for granted for a while. And I I will say this just as Black folk in America as a whole, we're in a cocoon. We had not been exposed to the culture right. like everybody else has. So I yeah. can't really falter to. I can't really falter. But I will say this: Get on board now. That's why I said, man. When, you get, when you're on the, you the back of that Mercedes that says Atlanta United on it and all that, and you riding through the city and seeing everybody hollering and screaming, when you see fifteen to twenty thousand people packing the backyard cheering for that team, that should tell you a lot you of voters out there. United, a right? lot of voters, a lot of voters, <laughs> and <Y'all> money, <laughs> power, voters, power voters. I'm sorry, hey, Keisha. I'm just saying. Hey, I'm gonna tell y'all. Powerful footy mob sent out emails about uh, uh, Costa Rica. Costa Rica talking about booking your flight. I was like, hey, the money. All the calls are going to Costa Rica. Y'all. <laughs> They're like, go Look, ahead and book it now. Mary and, 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 uh, and Jessica, they hooked that shit up. I was like, I was like, damn, they yeah, already got no packages. Time. They already got yeah. packages again. Yeah. We just trying to go to Nashville. We just trying to go to Nashville games, Costa bro. Costa Rica? What's up? Dude. You know, our anniversary is next month in March. Co- Costa Rica's nice in February. We talk about Cincinnati, man. We can stretch it out. You know, we can go to the It's only 150 the first I mean, so if we go to Costa Rica, then we got to figure out what Cincinnati and speaking of Cincinnati, 
Yeah, they got one of my boys. They got one of my boys. Yeah, y'all talking. You know how they handled that? Expansion drive. You know how they handled it though. So I was at stoppage time a little earlier, and Mike Conti was mad. A lot of people were mad because, and Darren Eels was pissed off because what happened is that expansion draft. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. It's only sixty, thirty to sixty seconds because it's only one team, right? Yeah, it's one team. Five. All weeks. you do, you go, you get your list, you go down a list, bam, bam, bam. Okay, we want bam, 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 bam. You call him up. Hey, you want to go ahead and get that guy? Okay, you can have him. Cool, cool, cool. We do the paperwork later. Click. Cincinnati did this big production, they had this big video, they had this announcement. And then they then then um the manager goes, Yeah, and by the way, we also got uh, Greg Garza. Yeah. So wait, so, wait, so, 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 so the president didn't uh, wait, Darren Hills didn't even know about the trade. He didn't even right. get a chance to announce it, it. They wanted to give it a chance so they could, you know, announce uh, it, let, let the, the city know, you know, just do honor it, him. Do it, do it um, yeah, honor him. Out of respect. Because this man put blood, sweat, and tears into the world. But for him to do that, for, from from for Cincinnati to do it like that was really unprofessional. It was cold, and it was really self-serving. Yeah, Eels was living. You get a chance, go to um, I can't remember. It's still ninety two nine, but I want you to go to the link, and and listen to him on Dukes and Bell. Oh, he mad. Can, well, look, big if, man. Can, if, well, can, if, if you didn't think it was a rivalry, because it's just you know, because I love the fans, Cincinnati. They bringing it. Yeah, but. Eels be like, no, we gonna kick your ass now. Can, 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 can yeah. I give another shout out to Darren Eels, man? What's up? This is also at the parade again. Mm-hmm. On the stage, when he got out to speak. What? What, what he said at the end? What he said at the end? Say it, man. He quoted my man Andre Three Stacks and said, and Sal got something to say. This man all the way from England. For all the haters. <laughs> What do you say? Hold up, hold up. I'm going to play it on here. Man, my man came all the way from England, from Tottenham. I'm in the front row like, oh, he says it. Like, I knew. I was like, oh, shit. I'm really about to say it. I'm glad I missed it. He about to say it. I was like, oh, shit. He about to say it, y'all. He about to say it. I was my saga in the street style. I was like, oh, I think he about to say it. And then Lomi was like, the sap got something to say. I'm like, oh, shit. He Just to get you know the people that care about it out there, Cincinnati picked up Darren Maddox from DC. Mm-hmm. They picked up Kai Kamara from Vancouver, so they, but they trade they, yeah, they, they traded him to Colorado for a little bit of uh, uh allocation money. Bam, 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 um, from the Red Bulls. So, like, Cincinnati, they really in the past week have put their team together. So, it's really going to be interesting. Do they have a manager yet? 
think so. No, no, they still. I don't think they right. officially. Are they going? I mean, just what's the name? Oh, what you call? Um, are they going to take four hundred eighteen days? <laughs> hey, you know, nah, man, hey, nah, you man, never man. know. You never know. But and then, and then you the, saw the countdown will never die. Yeah. The, the countdown will never die. That class but so, too. so it's going to be interesting. We'll talk about Cincinnati more as we go into the funny season, the off season, and things like that. But I really want to. Let's jump to our boys across the pond. There was a fucked up situation happened this weekend with uh, Raheem Sterling. Mm-hmm. Um, he was playing. There was a game against Chelsea FC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raheem Sterling, he uh, allegedly, allegedly was uh, verbally abused by some Chelsea fans. Anybody that follows the sport, they know Chelsea fans have been known to say some racist shit. I just want to, you know, kind of hear what y'all want to have to say about it. Well, first of all, um, what what actually got my attention first was how he covered uh, apparently one of his teammates um, on Man City. Uh, uh, went out and bought this mansion for his mom, something like right. that. And the kid hasn't hasn't he played hasn't played yet. yet. And I'm like, first of all, of course, most of us are main at a fans. Of course, we got the black cherry over here in the. Game. <laughs> and, um, but you know, for the most part, like I, I've, I've never really had a whole lot of love for for Raheem Sterling. But it, but for for the first time, I think like he really kind of stood up. For not just for himself, but also you know for his teammates, but also for just you know black players as as a whole, because a lot of times you get labeled very early in your career. Well, and 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 to talk about like you know when he got his tattoo, yeah, he was like with the gun, yeah, with the gun the tattoo and everything like that. They were blasting for the, like first of all, I was like, why is that even an issue? Yeah, why is like, that? Why a, are we talking okay, about tattoos? A like, tattoo, bro. Seriously, all the silly. I mean, like if, nobody. Silly tattoos, like I always think of Mike Scott. Like, man, got emojis. <laughs> man, got emojis tattooed on him. You know what I'm saying? But here we are, talking about Raheem's gun tattoo, and it's that was a. a but here you are. You're talking about a, a kid that you know spent money on his mama. He got the money for it. You said, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna take care. Of, I'm gonna take care." Of mama, him. I made it. And like, this is what you choose to kind of you know t- tear down this kid just because you know he ain't played him. Like, hey, that's his money. Like, let him let him do what he wants to. Like, you don't do it like that for. For any other, whether it's you know Harry Kane or um, uh, Joe Hart, you don't do it for, for those guys. Like, but you want to you want to pick on this guy, you know, for you know taking care of his folks. I'm like, that's that shit ain't cool. And like, you know, like big ups on to to Ryan Strowman for just you know standing up and saying, hey, y'all been doing this shit for the longest time. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's you know, how, like I said, whether it's tattoos, whether it's money, whether it's you know kids out of wedlock, like. Like, why does, like I said, everybody goes through shit all the time. You know, it's not necessarily because it's black, white, Asian, Latino, whatever. You know, like, these, these players are just trying to live. And, like, and here you are, you know, trying to say, okay, this is who this player is. And that's, you know, what they're going to be for basically the, you know, for duration of their career until we say otherwise. I'm like, nah, fuck that shit. You know, like, like they should have a, an opportunity to to create their own label for themselves and, and largely based on what they do on, on the field. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, and the thing about it was interesting too is like if you see some of the pundits over there and the, the conversations that are had within the English press and everything, you know how like you hear the whole mansplaining thing, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like we're at the race plane, you know, yeah. these situations to educate, you yeah. know, the British media over there. And like, and the fact that you have to explain this I mean, it's 
it's almost crazy that like as much as England has been dependent upon you know players of color mm-hmm. over the years, and especially as whether it be a national product or what's even being served, especially now because like their their national team is black as fuck. Yeah, I mean, as you just said in the Guardian, he shouldn't have to explain what racism is. Yeah. Well, you you have to look at it this way too. I mean, you have to look at when you're talking about race, you got to look at America versus these other countries. The UK never had a civil rights. A civil rights. They never movement. had a civil rights movement. So there was right. nothing to hold them accountable. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. They always held themselves above the U.S. saying. Well, we stopped slavery this long ago, and they've always kind of looked down right, on you. Just like we don't do this, we don't do this, mm-hmm. and so because there was no one ever to hold them accountable, they treat it like, oh well, you know, like it's something, like it's just an inconvenience. Like you, you know, just it's, just get over it, like it's a personality defect or something. No, because like a lot of racism is real, and just because you're not putting a hose on somebody. Just because you're not lynching anybody doesn't mean you're not racist. Right. Because they're fighting those that type of issues right now, like dealing with Brexit, and like they're they're bitching about, you know, foreigners taking their jobs. Like like you know, like you've never really had that that reckoning as far as you know coming to terms with with race in that country, you know, and especially with you know with soccer and football being their biggest sport, you know, like you really have to come to terms with the fact that that. A lot of your best talent right now is black, so and they're not going anywhere. Look at Paris and France. You know, you you look at like I so said, you look at Paris, you look you look at France, you look at look at Belgium, you look at Holland. Like you like you have these countries that you know have done somewhat of a better job as far as you know dealing with race. Of course, it, you know, racism is just everywhere. Like that's. But see, there, but see, there's no NAACP there nope. to get his back. So see, back in the day, mm-hmm. remember when Muhammad Ali didn't want to uh, serve, mm-hmm. and remember Jim yeah, Brown, um, um, who am I thinking? That's when Jim Brown was respectable. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yep. Bill Russell, yep. all of them. That's when Jim Brown, Brown was respectable. <laughs> right. The NAACP would have immediately got behind him. He would have had a yeah. press conference and there would have been people behind him and an attorney would have been speaking for him yeah. saying he would have been sitting there like, what, what? But there, who's got his back like that? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, a lot of former players have come out and have spoken in the defense of Raheem Sterling, the situation that happened. Like, you know, me personally, I, I saw the video and stuff like that. What happened to Obama Yang a couple weeks ago? Yeah, that shit was racist. Yeah, what, fuck yeah. What happened to Sterling was fans fucking going a little too far. In my opinion, this is me personally. Like I said, like, it, like there's audio that says he got called a black cunt. You know, and, and things like that, like the blowing the black part in there. Shout yeah, out to Amanda Seals, like, like that. That's that's y'all were like cut no bars yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut. Why I gotta be black? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Like you know, I what's talked wrong about with it. a black? Cut? I, I talked about it in the, the pre-show when we were talking about. It. I was like, yeah, throwing the black part, that's messed up. But like, what happened to Bama Yang? That's happened to players like Danny all Alves. Over yeah, Danny, Danny Alves, Alves, classic Balotelli. And yeah, yep. yeah, Danny like, Alves handled that the classic yeah, way. Like, Rather than Russia, he, hate that he, shit. He was. He, he was being called so many names. He was from Brazil. Yeah. And he cried and he left. He, he left, left the field. Yeah. He left the field. Yeah, or like he, when Samuel Eto'o walked but, off, he's like, nah, fuck this. I'm leaving. Yeah, this, and man, see, fuck this shit. shit like that and you have players like begging them like, no, play, play, but play. But see, shit well, like that happens yeah. in Europe. Like I said, it happens 
that, in my opinion, those situations are way more racist than what happened to Raheem okay. Sterling. Right, but so I'm pretty sure Raheem has had situations happen oh, yeah. to him you, in you the city being a, a young... Months ago. Yeah, remember that's that? what I'm saying. He Somebody has, jumped out on him. Yeah, someone jumped out on him. Like, he's had situations happen to him that were far worse than that being a black man with money in London. All right, so I got, I mean, qu- in Manchester. I got a question for you then. So, all right, we're talking about the overt racism and everything like yeah. that. Name the black managers in England right now. Uh, there's one in West Brom. You got Chris Hume. It's Chris Hume in uh, in Brighton. In Brighton. Who's Brighton? for Wolves? What's his name? He's, he's not. He's, he's Portuguese. He's yeah. not black. No, he's uh, K. Birdie. He's, he's black. He's, he's black. black. He's black. He don't know he's black. He's black. All right. All right. It's a different. Okay. My rule of thumb look, is if all. You, if I mute the TV and look at it, yeah. I swear to God, he was black. I thought he was black as hell. My rule of thumb always been. And the KKK rolls up, and they see his ass, what are they going to do? Okay. Thank right. you. That's my rule okay. of thumb. I'm going to apply that rule. <laughs> All right, man. The KKK but, roll up. But, no, but back to Sterling. But I'm, but, but I'm saying, like, yeah. the reason why it's huge because what he's talking about is the overt stuff, of course. Yeah. But then you got the subconscious stuff that's happening with the media. But I'm talking about all the other stuff as far as, like, the managers going. Because yeah. when we talk about representation, yeah. and we talking about, like, coaches, yeah. like, if you're talking about human and a lot of them, a lot of those fans over there probably don't see him as black. Yeah, they probably don't see him as black. It's, it's, but see, that's but that's that's the thing. It's like there's a lot more bigger issues that happen in England and happen in Europe than this situation happened this weekend, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? I, mean, I, I think it's, it's just, I think it's more so you know being able to shed a light on you know you like because Raheem Sterling he's been in the league for a good six seven years now. So he's played for all the teams that I don't like. <laughs> that's why, but like, that's why I'm like, yeah, but like, like he's been around enough to where you know, like, it's not like he's necessarily, you know, a kid, a, a baby anymore. Like, yeah, he's, like he's, nah. he's in a position of where one, you're on, a, you're on a great team, you know, even though he's, he's playing you know, well, you know, he's playing well. You're basically I'm you know, the, <laughs> the one, one of the best players in the league at the moment, and you're, you're. He took he took a really big step, at least in my eyes, as far as you know, being a leader amongst those black players. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, said that, like I said, like you, you have to be able to stick up for each other. So like, hey, you, you do, know, and say like, okay, because this kid, you know, nobody knows him. You do, and I think the way social media is now, like how, like I trace it back to how in, how outspoken NBA players are now. Because yeah, mm-hmm. everybody over there watches the NBA, and they're seeing how these black players, their same age stuff like that, are standing up against this. They're bullshit. friends. Yeah, they're they're, fr- friends. they're they're standing up against this bullshit. So like, it's dope that Sterling did stand up for his teammate. You know what I mean? And I hope that other black players come together mm-hmm. in the Premier League, in the Championship, League One, League Two, and they actually like look out for each other. And like, I, honestly, it needs to be like a black player union. No, they need that. Like, the, but they that's really what they have in the that. NFL. Yeah. That's what they have in there. So I'll, I'll tell you this. My my dream, this is just me, would be Raheem scores an amazing goal. He lifts up his shirt, and he's got something like LeBron and were wearing. Remember, remember when they had the black shirt? The I can't wore? breathe. Yeah, or, I can't breathe. Yeah. If he had on a shirt that had something like that, if he scored a goal and did that, I would... Man, yeah, that'd be a good, yeah, yeah, good. What they say in Europe, finger in the eye. Yeah. Is that what if, and then if Sadio Mane scores, yeah. he does the same thing, yep. same shirt, yep. yeah, right. Even Mo Salah, if Mo Salah, Mo Salah, yep. lifts it up. If Callum Wilson, my man, Callum, there you go, he scores and lifts up the same shirt. If every, yeah, if, if, every solid if Paul Pogba scores yeah. for one, <laughs> 
Hey, first of all, if that happens, they will sign Brexit paperwork today. If all them players there, feel like get their asses, send them to La Liga. Seriously. Man, like, like just that's all there is. Yeah, that, that's all there is. That's something that you know is is definitely lacking in England, and I hope that you know this is just a sign of where you know this is the like the the genesis of that type of movement where you know you just you just one is is one is creating a conversation over there that I think is badly needed, and because of course it's getting all the way over here, so like like it's 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 definitely a big deal, and I'm hoping that you know. It only improves from there. But um, in the words of MLS, man, don't cross the line, man. Don't cross the line. Don't cross the line. Don't, don't take my big piece of chicken. None of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, I think that's it. That's how we ended it? I, I think that's Don't how, take my big piece of don't chicken. Don't take my big piece of chicken. Hey. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of For the Culture Podcast, the soccer podcast for us, by us. You can find us on all the socials at FTC, UTD. In the meantime, we out. Atlanta, but my mom is from Memphis. Okay. So Memphis has been a second home for me. My daughter's name is Memphis. Oh. So we used to come here at least four or five times a year and everything like that. And I always said, one, if Atlanta got a soccer team, I will financially support it. Yep. Done that. Check. I always said, Memphis got a real small team. I'll financially support it. So that's another reason why we came here because it was important to us. Yeah, it was, de- it was definitely Tony, you know, Putting putting in that that word and then putting that bug in there, and we said, you know what? Once once the games was confirmed, once the team was confirmed, we we were all in. So yeah, we had to be here. Well, let me tell you, the game has always been here. Oh, it's been. Oh yeah. It, it's it's kind of been. On the rogues and yeah. Everybody. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, well, so the rogues that was kind of, you know that was a big deal. That was the top level of American soccer, right? So uh, the rogues moved to Canada. Uh, you know, I was five years old. I lived in a small town uh, about two hours away from here. But we would come to Memphis for everything big. And we came, and in typical Memphis fashion, well, I saw a billboard that said Memphis Rogues, right? Uh-huh. And I said, Mom, I want to I want to go to that. Hey. Oh. Hey. Hey. hey, Seamus Loft is joining us here today. Hey. Guys, watch the story here. Uh, video. Do a podcast or? Yes. So, so Seamus, uh, I was telling them a little bit about following a town, greatest football in the world, and having a uh, and having a uh, a hometown team and the importance of it to you. But I want you to to tell these guys a little bit about what you've told me about what you're trying to do in the city of Memphis. Guys, I've been out here for 26 years. I came from Australia 
Ireland, Australia here to coach football. And part of the reality of the game is, in America, you hire somebody like me who's got no future left in football or maybe never had a future in football, and you make him a coach. And you pay him wages. And then we tell, the, we tell everybody, hey, it's all about player development. But it isn't because if I lose 11 games in a row at 26, you won't hire me next season. <laughs> right. So the reality is it's about winning games. And coaches pick players and go, maybe he'd be great at something else. Right now he's a great goalkeeper. So the lads don't get the experience. The kids, not, not just guys. We start training them as semi-professionals when they're 10. We burn them out by the time they're 19, which is the life of a football player when you're at work. Yeah. 10 years, right? And as a result, and we also charge a lot of money. And as a result of that, we ex we exclude. In this city, we exclude 60% of our people. Yeah. And so what we're doing with Citizen Footballer is we've raised enough money to be able to take 200 kids this season, coach them, clothe them, teach them. Love it. And we're not looking for the mission for this. We're not looking for professional footballers. If Lionel Messi turns up, I won't be able to deny him. Yeah. What we're trying to do is to give kids the experience of turning up on time, respecting the uniform, respecting their teammates, respecting their coaches, so that they can go to be good citizens. Yeah. If, if we produce great players as a byproduct of our work, then great. Yeah, we're just trying and, to make good citizens of the city. Right. And yeah. listen, we're trying to put good footballers out there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. We're not going to work to, you know, we're going to work. Yeah. Um, but the, it's two separate pieces. And, you know, we'll get back to me in six or seven months, I'll tell you if it worked or not. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but hey, that's honestly what uh, we have an organization in Atlanta called Stocking the Streets. Right. And they're doing a similar thing. They really want to go into underserved communities and actually like teach these kids life skills by using the, the, the game we love to teach them these things. So like the, kind of they have the same mission. It's like, you know, if a good player turns out and an academy picks up these kids, that's great. But we really want to show it, this, this game teaches you so much more than just how to move a ball. <laughs> But yeah. The, yeah. The other thing that we're trying to get to on a bigger piece because we're not going to compete all over the place, go to micros and do all that. I mean we're going to compete later on. If you've got a good player and he looks like he's going to be a regional player or a national player or whatever else, pass him on. Yeah. If, like the, the other thing is that you get little clubs and you go, oh he's my main man, we always win with him. So we don't let him go and play with better players. Yeah. We hold him on the cusp. You've got better guys that have graduated. Yeah. So let me let me ask you a question. Uh, would you be in America? That's kind of what for the culture. We really want to expose the game to people that look like us. Because a lot of us don't know anything about it. How do you think in America we can basically make the game better and attract it more to people of color? I think it's the easy thing, and I think it's the thing that we miss. Is go to the training, go to the neighborhoods, right? And one night a week, this is just a reality. I'm just talking about what I as a reality, right? Yeah. Go to the neighborhoods, play football for a month, and on the fifth Saturday, bring a projector, bring Man United or France or anybody you like, put it on the projector and cook 60 fucking hot dogs. No, you're good. Right. We're, we're explicit podcast. Be right. yourself. <laughs> go to the neighborhood, 
cook 60 hot dogs, cook 60 burgers, bring a load of cokes, bring some beers for the parents, and sit down and go, Paul Pogba's black. Yeah. That's, right? Yeah. Pelle is black. Rivaldo's black. Ronaldo's black. Black's got nothing got to do with it. It only has something got to do with it as long as we think it does. Yeah. And the problem is the players, if you're a young kid, like when I was a kid in the west of Ireland, the west of Ireland might as well have been nowhere next to nowhere, right? Yeah. But because we had six players playing for Arsenal at the time, I was like, okay, an Irish kid can go all the way and play for Arsenal. Yeah. So it's just a visual line. Just give you something to aspire to. It's just a line. Yeah. And we have to stop making it about your shoes or your gear or your car or your daddy's a doctor or any of that bullshit. Yeah. When you get inside the rectangle, it's just you and the rectangle. So if you've got if you've got the goods inside the rectangle and we've got the goods outside it, where's the break? Yeah. Right? But we have to also be prepared to say, yeah, we're starting from scratch. Certainly we've got less than the other clubs. We don't care. If it's 6v6, we're on time, we're on target, and we're on track, right? And we stay with what we're doing, and it expands on its own. Okay. Right? That's what I think. That's it. It's simple. Keep it simple. Anybody right. got a question like this man, get back to running this beautiful establishment. Who did you try to play like as a player yourself? Me? Yeah. I tried to play like Liam Brady, and I ended up playing like Mary Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Wait, well we we appreciate it. Thank nice. you so much for letting Thank us you. come to your establishment. Thank you for the culture. <laughs> we got a supporter in the building. Yes, sir. A good one. Host of the Round Table of Hooligans podcast right here. There we go. Hey, introduce yourself to the world. Who are you? My name is Chris Smith. I'm a member of the Round Table of Hooligans. <laughs> soccer enthusiast. Yeah. yeah, so let me ask you, what attracted you to the game of soccer? I mean, I've been playing since I was six, so. Okay. So you've always uh, been involved in it? Yeah, it's like, like I've, I've been in this. So. Yeah. so, as Memphis 901 started to build, you've been you've been part of the kind of the growth of the club? You've been here since day one? I've been here since day one. I've been here since day zero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, Peter, Peter came in into town before like anything actually got and and I was a part of the group that he came to talk to so you know I Day zero. I'm like before the club even actually happened. Yeah. I, I so since you you are a new club, Memphis 901, Bluff City Mafia. You know, all, you know, tell the world kind of how the culture of Bluff City Mafia will be and like kind of what it is. I mean, culture wise, it's just kind of like come support the team because that's that's Memphis. Like you know, the grit grind. They took that hard work. You know, you know, do do the work, and we're gonna support you and. And that's the conversation that we've had since since the beginning. Like, it's going to be our team. We're going to be here to support it if we're a part of the team, you know. And and we've been in the conversation. They've taken ideas, advice, and it's it's been a good partnership so far. I, I got to know. Are you in the supporter section? Yeah. All right. What is the atmosphere like in the supporter section? Like, like, I guess y'all y'all already got gotten it in already. So let us know what's good. 
I mean, it, it hasn't been supporter section for the actual team yet. Okay, yeah, yeah. Today is day one of that. So right. if y'all are there, y'all are gonna see. Do y'all have a game see. plan? Do y'all have a game plan? What's going going to the Not a one day was really successful. Yeah. So there were a lot of people who didn't really understand. This look, this is a basketball city. Yeah. Okay. So there were a lot of people who didn't really understand what soccer supporters look like, sound like, act like. And and so on that first day, there were some some nice ladies, I'm sure, <laughs> who were right behind the supporter section and they went and they they got the guards and said, "Hey, listen, can you tell these people to sit down?" And put their flags down and get rid of all that smoke. That we can't. So we can't. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, we can't see the game. So as fate would have it, the usher walks up to the oldest member of our group, and he he said, uh, he they said, can, is there any way that you can uh, can go and and like like maybe tone it down a little bit? And he said, no. The club made it very clear that this section is about smoke and sound and extreme fandom. It says that if you buy tickets right here, that's what it says. And she goes, okay, I'll just go tell this lady with a bad hip that y'all are going to be in her way the whole game. And he goes, thank you. <laughs> and, and that's it. It's, it's being true to yourself and don't let anybody fucking dictate what the culture's going to be. That's real. That's real. Hey, you just joined the table. What's your name, man? This is I'm Jed. Jed. What's up, now? What's up, Jed? Also, roundtable hooligans. Yeah. yeah. What's going on? So, uh, we're uh, for the culture podcast. What we do is we really want to go around the country, kind of, kind of exposing the culture of American soccer. Like we, we all love European game, but we, we're different down here, especially being down here in the South. So, kind of tell your story. Like, what brought you into soccer? Man, I got into soccer years ago. Uh, it was around 2005. My friends played in college. I never, I never played except for when I was a kid. They played in college. They got me started playing FIFA, and we were all just hanging out. And then we ended up going to some bars, watching some matches, and then it just kind of spawned from there. Yeah, FIFA's the gateway drug for a lot of us. <laughs> it is. And it started, like, my, my whole thing started because I'm a West Ham fan. It started, we were watching in 2005, it was the FA Cup Finals, Liverpool against West Ham, and everybody was cheering for Liverpool, and then I just hear all the West Ham fans singing over all the Liverpool fans there, and I was just like, nah, that's where I'm that's going. That's where I want to be. And that's what's happened, man. It's just going on from there. And then, you know, just coming here, watching matches here, you know, especially for U.S. Men's National Team, U.S. Women's National Team, you know, I met all the other guys. We ended up getting together. We created a podcast ourselves. Roundtable hooligans, check us out. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, it's just going on from there, you know. Yeah. Especially Scotty, he comes on, he's got his own thing too, and it's just, we just keep growing, especially now for not a one FC. I mean, it's just, it's only bigger and better for the city now. So, kind of, kind of give us, kind of, what is your expectation for the club year one? Year one, uh, make the playoffs. I mean, you, you got to, I mean, that's always going to be something, but I mean, when you talk, when you got Andrew Bell coming in and he's he's in charge of everything and Tim Timmy Mulqueen coaching it, you know it's 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 been done right. Yeah. And Tim Howard promoting it. That's, yeah. that's been mean, big for us. That helps so, get eyes I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got a stadium. We're going to put ten thousand people in there tonight. You know, nine thousand, ten thousand people in there tonight. Uh, how many other USL teams are doing that regularly? It's not a lot. Not a lot. This is what's going to happen. Uh, and I mean, all we got to do is just keep growing the brand here, and it's going to get bigger and better because they they built it right. They took the time to do it. They didn't try to rush into it like other 
team's at. So, I mean, if we don't make the playoffs the first year, I'm not going to get upset just because, I mean, we didn't even have a set roster until what? They still they still signed a couple players like three yeah. days ago. So. Our, our guys actually just met each other on February 1st. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know, it takes time to build that, but I do think that we're going to have a team that's hardworking, that will go out and, and put in shifts every fucking 90 minutes, and they're going to bust their ass because they're not going to just do it for the team. They're going to do it for the city because they know what we're about here. So, it, yeah. so, like, a lot of us are – we're all Atlanta United supporters. Like, what I say to y'all, stay true to who you are. Don't look and see what other cities do because, like, like, like it's going to fuck you up. Like, stay true to Memphis. No, stay true to yourself. We're, we're Memphis, man. Yeah. I mean, everything about it, you're going to see it. You're going to see it not just from the crest. You're not. You're going to see it just from the way that we play, the way that we support them, everything. Yeah. So, and that's what's going to happen. It's going to be great, and I hope everybody enjoys the ride. Yeah, man. We're, so we're there. We're in the supporters section. We're going to be riding flower with y'all, definitely. You're looking for Clayton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is. A, oh, we'll get him over here. There's yeah. his wife, so she can get him over here. Uh, <laughs> Malia, can you tell your husband to come over when he gets a when he gets a chance? <laughs> okay, no problem. You're again. Looking for Clayton. So, okay. So, one thing I want to say is it is a blue collar city, right? Uh-huh. This is a blue collar city. Like nobody, there's, it's a it's a it's a working man city, and there are. That the team it has to bring that same mentality, right? So we're looking for people who are who are on the roster to come in as guys who are just hardworking guys who will bust their butt. And if that is the case, and you don't start saying, "Well, I want to go somewhere else," and you start saying, "Look, I'm here for the city, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like put it all on the line for the city every game," this city will love you. It's unbelievable, unconditionally, and, and we, we've shown that over and over again. I love it. I love it. But well, hey, I appreciate y'all definitely. Uh, you guys, this is a celebration, man. Y'all enjoy it. Thank y'all for letting us into your home. And we're, hey, we're excited to see y'all kick some ass today. Yeah, I just got one thing to say. One more question. We're friendly right now, but when y'all play Atlanta United too, it might be a whole different. <laughs> I'm coming to support a section that night. <laughs> we're not welcome there. <laughs> Can you plug the, your podcast one more time? Let our, our viewers yeah. know. Like, so we we have two podcasts here. Um, one of them is uh, 901 Soccer Pod at 901 Soccer Pod or 901soccer.com. Uh, you can find that on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, all the big ones, uh, Podbean, and then on Anchor, which is what you're on as well. So uh, the Roundtable of Hooligans. Roundtable round of Hooligans. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, every other podcasting app. You can find us on Twitter, RT of Hooligans. You can find us on uh, Facebook at Roundtable of Hooligans. You know, just come on, listen to us, check us out. We got it's good lit. shit to say. Hey, hey there we go. just guys getting drunk, yelling at each other, you know, talking about it's recorded right down here. So. <laughs> hey, perfect. Hey, for, you know, for Ringo, for Grego, for Coach Chun, for Shot. hey, this for the culture, and we out. Hey, man. All right.
We took a break. You know, we're trying to interview as many as the Memphis fans as we can. Right now, introduce yourself. Let the world know who you are. Hey, guys. I'm Clayton France. I am the uh, co-president of Bluff City Mafia, uh, the supporters group here from Memphis 901 FC. Uh, we're fucking amped, dude. Today's going to be a big day. That's it. It's the, hey, it's the opener. It's the first match of the club. Kind of tell the world in your eyes, like, what Bluff City Mafia is. Like, what uh, Memphis 901 is. I mean, Bluff City Mafia is going to be what Memphis is, man. It's 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 blue collar. It's loud. It's noisy. You know, people here are dying for soccer. Like, there's a there's a big underground soccer culture here in Memphis, and you're about to watch it explode. You're going to get to see it tonight, man. It's going to be huge. So we're real amped for it. It's going to be a big game. And, I mean, we hope we get right hell, man. It's a good time. Let, let me ask you. All of us have our story that introduces us to the beautiful game, right, man. Right. Tell the world your story. What like what like especially being here in the South. Yeah, this yeah. is football country. Right. Like like what brought you to like soccer? So I actually played football like in high school. Yeah. Got recruited to play like college. It. You look like yeah, it. yeah. I got recruited to play college football and stuff. So I fell in love with the game. My my mom played you know growing up and I played as a kid and I, and I loved the game then. But football is where I was better and stuff. And then the 20, the 2006 World Cup, I mean, that was, I was a freshman in high school. I mean, that was like when I got into the game and stuff. And that's funny. That's my story too. Yeah, yeah. So I did the, I did the 06 World Cup and it was like, dude, this is, this is my sport. Like I love football. I love, you know, everything I do there, but soccer is where it's going to be, you know, everything. And so we did that. I went to, uh, I uh, became a Tottenham fan because, I mean, Tottenham kind of fits Memphis, man. It's blue collar. It's, yeah. you know, it's amazing. So I did that. Then we actually had an NPSL team for the last three years here, and I ran the supporters group for that. You know, I was like, I grew up in American Outlaws, but you only get to do that once a few years, as a, you know, especially as a Memphian. Exactly. So it's like I want to do this every weekend. Yeah. And so as soon as USL was announced, I mean, the first thing I did was hit up our other president. I was like, we got to do this. This is this is ready. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it is what it is. You're seeing it right now. Yeah. So what? tell us, tell the world the name of this pub right here that we're in. And yeah, so, so be whenever they're in Memphis and they're trying to catch some footy, they right. know where to come. Right. So everything we're going to do is going to be here at the brass door. This is what we call the cavern down here. As you can tell, it's a little hot. It's a little crowded. But it feels proper, man. It feels right. If you ask the owner, it's a proper English pub. Yeah. I, I love it, man. We really appreciate you coming on the pod, man. Yeah, man. We love what you guys are doing. We drove all the way from Atlanta to see what y'all do. Yeah. We're, we're in the supporter section. We're like five rows back from the net. We're gonna Yo, we're, we're going to go crazy with y'all, man. You got them? Hey, appreciate it, man. Yeah, Letting man. us come to your home, man. Thank you. Hey, for, hey, that's it. Hey, for, hey, for Porter Culture, we appreciate coming. Hey, what's up? It's Ringo, man. I'm I'm here with we back in still in Memphis. Hey, still, Monte Carlo in the building, baby. Yeah, Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo, he's running the drums, he's running the cymbals up here for the Memphis 901. So tell us how you feel about the first game. Man, first game was epic, man. The energy was crazy, dog. Like, man, I couldn't believe that it. it was like actually happening at one point. It was like it's a full stadium, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause we don't have soccer like that out here. So yeah. the fact that the first game was like looking like sold out in the way it did, bro. It's amazing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's beautiful. Yeah, what brought you to the game, man? Like, what, what made you fall in love with the sport? Man, I love soccer. I've loved soccer since I was a kid. So once they gave, once they said we was going to have a team, like, in the city, it's like I love my city. I love soccer. Let's put the two together and let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Let me ask you, man, what, uh, what needs to be done to get more people that look like us to the game, man? What you think in Memphis? 
Man, we just gotta go for it. Yeah. We just gotta go for it. You can't be afraid of those like stereotypes and all that like weird stuff. It's like, bro, if you wanna do it, do it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if you wanna be active and play a sport that there ain't that many people that look like us play, play it. Like hockey, soccer, tennis, all that. Run it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Go get that shit. Yeah. Already, dog. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I don't wanna take too much of your time, man. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate you, man. Hey, definitely, oh. man. We, we they appreciate the city, home, man. Where we call you on the social? Yeah, what's oh, your yeah, social? Monte Carlo, yeah, Monte Carlo, M A N T E underscore Carlo. You know what I'm saying? Like the whip. Skirt, skirt. You know what I'm saying? Ah, hey, there we go. <laughs> hey, man, for Ringo, for Grego, for Tony Shaw, man, it's for the culture, and we out, man. Yeah.